And you thought Post Malone had some dodgy tattoos. <laughs> it's John O'Bin and Sharon. Welcome along to the show on a Tuesday afternoon and exciting news. Sharon Casey's very excited about this. The Spice Girls are back together. Well, minus Victoria, and they're going on tour in the UK. Stop right now. Thank you very much. Spice up your life and say you'll be there, bitches. And it's going to be amazing. It's going to be stadium loads of, loads of full of drunk mums. Yes, Stadium yes, loads of yes, drunk mums. Yes. Like the sevens for mums, basically, yeah. isn't it? Oh, my God. The Spice Girls, the greatest pop band of all time. So many girls learned the meaning of feminism from the Spice Girls. They were amazing. They were the people that taught you what bad hair was and they taught you how to have a good time. Oh, my God, I cannot wait. Anyway, our boss, Ryan, Aussie Ryan, he's like, guys, you won't believe it, I used to work with one of the Spice Girls. And he did. I Googled it. He worked with one of the Spice Girls. He reckons he has a number. He's got a number for a Spice Girl. We're going to call that number in die. 20 minutes. Stick I am around. going we, to die. We might have a Spice Girl on the show today. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Exciting news for Spice Girls fans all around the world and none more so than Sharon Casey. Save your money day out and wind it all around. Hey, hey, hey. Very excited. She's spiced up on the Spice Girls reunion. Spice up your life. But not a full reunion though because uh, Victoria's oh, too good spice. for it. And I'd, I'd agree with that. She's, <laughs> she's killing like, it in the fashion game right now. Yeah, she's she's like, actually respected. She's like, hey, do your little concert, whatever, mate. Yeah. She's making more money with her fashion than she was in Spice Girls, which is a really big call because they made huge amount of cash. So the four other Spice Girls again together, they're doing a UK tour. It's very exciting. Don't okay. say the four other ones. Let's name them off. Mel C, Mel <laughs> B, this up, anyway. Emma Bunton, Jerry, <laughs> holy shiver me timbers, they're all there. The crappy, the crappy Spice Girls. Ooh, Victoria, oh, Victoria was the best Spice Girl. Hang on a second. Oh, if you on. say one oh, more disrespectful thing about Spice Girls, you will not be allowed in the rest of this I don't know if that's the break. case, but anyway. Uh, but Ryan, our boss, Aussie yeah, Ryan, um, you? you used to work with one of the Spice Girls, Ryan. Mel B. Mel B used to do our <laughs> breakfast show. The Scary third favourite head- Spice Girl. Put your headphones on so you can actually talk into the microphone. So she did the breakfast show on a, a radio station you're working in Australia there, Ryan. Yeah, she. well, she did it via Skype. It was really, um, really odd. Because well, she did the show via Skype. Yeah, she did like an she hour literally every day in. via Skype. From her from her bedroom, like her spare bedroom wow. in LA. Yeah, and oh uh, God, her best so friend cool. Lexi, who um, is like a, her personal trainer, would we, we would drop her off basically every day. You'd see Lexi swing in and uh, twerk on camera. It was weird. Uh, I don't know what was going on there. I think they might have. How did she do an hour a day via Skype? Because I need to get on this arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't last very long. We'll just say that, Jono. Yeah, it didn't last very long. Oh, okay, so what sort no. of things did you find out? Like, did you get to meet any of so, your friends? So it was my job every day um, to to talk to her after the show on Skype. And wow. and um, and I'd ask her, like, what was going on in your life today trying to find things for the show to talk about? And so um, she, she'd tell you, you know, like, I went to spin class and I saw, you know, whoever, uh, whoever it was, doesn't wow. matter. But, but this particular Bill Clinton. Day, this particular day, and it was very frustrating because she was like, hey, uh, I'm going to Kim Kardashian's baby shower. Holy shiver me, Tim. Wow. It's like Northwest baby shower. Yeah, and I was like, wow, this is huge. We should talk about this. We yes. should totally talk about this. And um, unfortunately, Mel B wouldn't talk about it because she was too scared that she would get uninvited and and um, and she couldn't betray, betray her friends. And so... Um, we ended up not talking about it. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Uh, so it was kind of pointless having her on the show. But what you do have is her number, which you've emailed me. Yeah. Which we're going to call right now. This see if she's, The time difference to LA is not It's not, not crazy. Oh, I God. don't want to talk to her because this okay. is, she's going to get angry. So, oh, jeez. Oh, my God, guys. Melby, we are calling this number now. Does it still exist? It's ringing. Okay, it's ringing. It's if she asks, I am going to cry. I will cry. I will cry. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Hello. <gasps> Hello. Yes. Mel B's phone? 
Yes. <gasps> Mrs. Mel B from the Spice Girls. No, it's the wrong number, my friend. Who's this? May no calling, please. What's this? May you know who's calling. Oh, yeah, it's um, John O'Ben and Sharon calling from the Edge radio station. That's the wrong number, sorry. Who have we got hold of here? It was her. <laughs> that was her. <laughs> that was her. <laughs> Oh my god! She's I turned into a man <laughs> with an accent, but that was her. I thought that was going to be like an assistant or something. Well, is this, I thought we'd actually hold it. I was going to give you Mel B's phone number, mate. Good luck. Who was that? Spice World. Oh. Uh, a local, a local uh, <laughs> establishment that sells spices. They sell spices. Yeah. <laughs> Why was he so cagey about telling us? You just spice? literally cut my dream. What, what else are they selling? John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. I was watching Home and Away last night, and Al Stewart was back in Summer Bay, and uh, he went up to talk to to wake up his nephew. Has he ever left Summer Bay, Al Stewart? He leaves like once a year to go on a hiatus to visit some family on the show, but he actually just goes and plays... Um, That's when he's in the Priscilla yeah, Queen in the of the Pris- Desert. Yeah, he yeah. goes and does the Priscilla musical once he a year. He came to New Zealand did that, right? He was awesome. Why yeah. doesn't he just go, stay in the flame and crows, I'm off to fulfil my creative needs by doing some live <laughs> stage work. Catch you in about three months. Because that's not what Alf does, it's what Ray does. <laughs> They're like, oh, Alf, he just runs a fishing shop, but he's also a, a <laughs> he's thespian as well. very good actor. Well, I uh, was watching it, and Alf goes into his grandson, and he's, his grandson's still asleep. And he goes, oh, you're going to waste the, way, the whole day away if you don't get out of bed. It's probably only like 8.30 in the morning. That's what old people do. Yeah. I think if you're sleeping in after seven, the day's wasted. in daylight. Because uh, th- that's what you do. Your parents all have these like wacky catchphrases that are like kind of unique to them. Mm. It's like my dad's famous catchphrase when you're being annoying is he'll turn around and look at you and you go, you know what I hate? I hate warm beer, runny ice cream and smart Alex. And you're being one of the three right now. And I'm like, well, I can't be the smart Alex, Dad, because my name is Sharon, not Alex. <laughs> but that was his like, go-to catchphrase. Or if you said to him, oh, Dad, what's for dinner? He'd be like, pig's tits and parsley sauce. <laughs> and he'd crack up. But- my dad would always be like, you're adopted. That's a funny one. Yeah, it was a good one. <laughs> and, <I was> like, <laughs> and he's like, no, you're adopted. <laughs> you're like, oh, Are okay. you? And I'll be like, ha, ha, ha. Oh. That was my dad's catchphrase. <laughs> okay, we're moving on for that one. Kevin Boyce is the king of all those sort of, sort of dad jokes. My dad. One of his favourite ones is like, you'll be singing in the lounge, you'll be like, everyone raise their hands, and then he'll turn on the light switch, light switch and go, many hands, mate, light work. That oh, is bloody oh, good. That's his go-to every time you turn on a light. The puns are in your DNA, aren't they, Ben? Oh, yeah. They were genetically so engineered into Even random ones like you go, there's electrical current along the street as you're driving along. He's like, quick, put your hand on the window, you feel the pain. No. And, of course, it's the window oh, pane. Yeah. And, you're like, and everyone's like, who hasn't heard it before? Like, put the hand on the window. He's like, oh, the window pane, yeah, that is. <laughs> okay, well, call us down 0800, the Eagle Tech, Sister 3343. What are your parents' catchphrases? We'd love to oh, hear them this afternoon. Another one? You're a mistake, boy. <laughs> okay, we need a different phone topic for you. I don't love you, son. <laughs> and I think we will book you a therapist. Yeah, we're going to get through Jono's issues later in the Go show. Go yeah. some smokes from the dairy. Oh, little, God. Oh, under the edge is the phone number. What was your parents' catchphrase? Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. All you got as a parent is the joy of mentally tormenting your kids. I'm still in the stage where I enjoy my child. Oh, no, but you... <laughs> He's a turn one, you, yeah. You do slip into it, you know? Yeah. You, you, get, you enjoy the, you know, like... Can you put this on? You know, when they want to put a headband, and you're like, oh, no, it's a bit small for me. Oh, you know, things God. like that, you know, and it's a fun thing you do. Hey, Mercer's on 0800 The Edge. What's the saying that your parents would say? Oh, just whenever you've done something wrong and you admit to your parents that you've done it, they're like, oh, a bit of bloody not have. It's like, well, I, I just did. I told you I did. <laughs> Bloody heck. They were. Oh, wait, parents. You're better bloody not have. Oh. Oh, no, I've clearly just admitted everything. Alicia, what is your parents' <laughs> sayings? 
Hi, my mum used to tell me that she brought me into this world and she can take me out of it just as easy. Yes, oh, when put you're your, in trouble. Put oh, you back yeah. where you came from? Or what does she mean by that? Oh, just take me out of the world. <laughs> Just, just threatening you with murder. Okay. I hope you slept with one eye open, Alicia. <laughs> a text to 3343. Uh, my mum my used to always say you can lead a horse to water, but you can't marry a cousin. Why did they, wait, why did they want to do that? Which is a shocking rule. Um, you should be able to marry horses and cousins. Love is love. <laughs> Abby, what did your parents' catchphrase used to be? Oh, so any time anything went wrong, whether we got our boat stuck at the beach or whether mum um, flooded the washing machine... Um, she'd be like, oh, well, at least we're making a memory. Oh, <laughs> that, that, is a, yeah. that is a glass half full Yeah, yeah. when your mum's always being positive, like, oh, well, we're making a memory. The plane's going down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, we're, we're making not. a memory. <laughs> the house is burned <laughs> down. <laughs> oh, well. It's a way to look at things. So, yeah, it was, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah it's a nice way to look That's at things. so cute. Uh, text at 3343. My dad's favourite fi- line to my mum was, oh, your ears are like flowers. <gasps> cauliflowers and then search around the room for a good laugh and Brett is on I-100 the edge what was your parents catchphrase my my catchphrase would be if in doubt pull out well your dad dad clearly didn't do that Brett no I know but he created a good GC did he did he (laughs) (laughs) listen to that laugh give that to us again Brett Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm going to. You're a crazy. I'm going to give Brett a GA double pass to the Vodafone New Zealand Music oh, Awards, God. or thanks to Vodafone <laughs> Rewards. You I, guys are awesome. I want to see. I want to see Brett there, Matt, laughing away like that. You're, you're responsible for Brett. <laughs> we'll be you, reading you about him on the news the next day. Cheers, guys. Yeah, Brett. We'll Good see, on you, Brett. See you at the bloody awards, Brett. Brett. Jono, Ben, and Sharon. The Edge. Okay, guys, you give me you give me grief about being you know like. A bit of a tight ass from time to time. I'm surprised anything comes out of that thing. Mm. I'm not as bad as you think. I just Sealed like, shut like a, a I just submarine door there, I went bottom. out a couple of nights in the weekend and, you know, one of them involved a group dinner situation. You know, and, and, and I get a little bit of anxiety through these things because... You don't like them going into them, do you? Well, yeah, no, I, I love hanging out with people and going out for dinner. It's, it's great fun. But then in the end, you're like, well, it's going to be one of those awkward things at the end where you're like, well, do we all just pay for our own or do we split the bill? You split, you split the, the bill, bill. unless you're you getting do. like Why a not? really expensive dish. But the, but, but people go. They, they, some people order cocktails. Some people order champagne. Some people just have beer. Going into the some group don't drink. Going into the group situation, you engage in the rules of dining with yes. a group. Well, is these are these the rules? Mm. Like you tell, let's go three courses to rule them all. Oh, under the edge, all three say. That's the rules. I'll shut up about it. No, no, going in. This is the rules. But it always seems <laughs> you, you won't get shut to the, up about it because it's the no, third time he's brought it up. But it always seems when you get to the the end of the bill and everyone's like, oh, oh should we just split or should we all? Oh, oh, oh please yeah. to call an eight hundred the edge <laughs> and the, shut this whiny bastard up. The restaurateur, they can't serve three hundred people who are all paying their own well, separate uh, things. It's not easy to go through and go, yeah, I had that, I had that, and I had that. That's but there's a niggle. <laughs> there's a niggle. paying for what? Go I... out dying by yourself. <laughs> if you're all getting similar things, okay, let's hit 800 the edge right but, now. But if they're not, though, that's the thing. If you're all getting similar, that's fine. But if old mate over here is having nine Heineken's, not pointing oh, fingers at anyone. <laughs> he's po- I know it's radio, but you can't see. He's, he's pointing his fingers right at my face. <laughs> and old mate over here is doing lots of shots, not pointing fingers at anyone. I always, I always get you a shot if I get a shot. Each hello, welcome to the show. What do you think? Split the bill or pay for what you got? Hello? Hello? Oh, you've got us in the show. No, it's a little mouse. <laughs> little mouse. The cutest little listener we've ever had. <laughs> Lucy, call. what do you think? Um, I agree with them. I'm always broke, so I will always split it. 
and uh, pay my own bill. Pay, pay your, your own bill. Pay your own right. way. Here's one for you. You and Ben can go out to dinner and <laughs> we will. pay per chip you eat. <laughs> Mike, what I do you nine. think? Split the bill or do you uh, just pay for what you got? No, just pay for what you got. What you do is you get a printout of the bill at the oh end of the night. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's a printout of the bill guy. I love this. He comes with a highlighter I in his jacket. I hate the printout of the bill yeah. person. We do that We do that all the time. There's uh, usually a group of eight or nine of us that go out for dinner, and that's what we do. Great. Love it. Okay, next well, time, I'll you've won it off next two time. Calls. Invite me along next time. <laughs> okay, I'll join Jono, you happily. This, ben, this... Needs to, ben needs to go to the Christmas function of an accountancy firm or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is just confirmed um, well and truly. Let's just continue going on our dinner yeah. dates without Ben. Yeah, you can. No, ben, you stay at home and eat a filled roll or something. <laughs> For goodness oh, sake. Do you know the All Blacks? I heard the All Blacks, uh, they all go out to dinner, have a massive meal that would be in the hundreds, and then they all have to put their credit cards in. Oh, yeah, credit card roulette. Oh, it's a I've true heard thing. Oh, about that. You, imagine you in that situation. Oh, the, odds, well, the odds of not paying, uh, that excites me. It's fine. <laughs> Apparently it's fine if you've been in the All Blacks a while because you've earned a lot of money, but it always seems to land when it's like somebody that's uh, only just started and they haven't earned like their paycheck yet. So you reckon like, there's oh. a little bit of skullduggery sort of thing? From oh, you? yeah, definitely. Right. Definitely. Well, you need to make the All Blacks, Ben. I do. I Just need so to train hard, make the All Blacks. Well, they, they took 51 players on the tour. Surely they can take another one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've solved it this afternoon. You uh, Apparently it's fine to be that... Cooser at the table. Like we keep doing this. No, it's done now. Keep, no, I now we, know that, that I, I'm well within my rights. No, we keep doing this just until he gets the answer he wants to hear. I know. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Guys, I I don't want to upset anyone by sharing something with you that I've discovered today. We've been terrible radio announcers. Oh, listen, that's not, that's not news to anyone on this that's show. That's our all the time. <sighs> so I went out to reception. He says things far worse. <laughs> yeah. Went out to reception today and the receptionist said to me, Hey, um, have you checked the John O'Man and Sharon PO box lately? And I said, What the frick? No, I didn't even know we had one. I usually just use it for my illegal narcotics importation. So I went down there, found the narcotics, dealt with them, mm, having right. a great time right now. Good on you. And uh, I found a whole lot of mail. In our mailbag, it's chock a block full of lists of queries. No, so well, let's let's get rid of it all. Let's, I thought let's just start a new feature and get into the mailbag. John Ben and Sharon's mail time. Gee whiz, I've bought it in, guys, and it is heavy. Look how heavy the wow. mailbag is. So Santa would be jealous of how big that sack is. Yeah. Well, I guess we'd better delve on into the mailbag and get our first letter. Oh, sorry, guys, I got it now. Dig okay. deep, dig deep. I got it. It was really in the middle there. Okay, the first one comes from Jenna. It says, Dear John Ben and Sharon, my God. Dump him. Excuse me. Oh, sorry, got to finish the letter. Uh, he says, She said, My boyfriend said not to get him a Christmas present this year. Do I do it? I feel like that's a trick. It is a trick. I've had it happen to me before. So get the Christmas present? Yeah, Amanda said, Well, let's not get anything. She ended up getting something. I got nothing, even though we agreed on it. It's a trick. This is also your same partner who you bought a frying pan for okay. as well. So let's not forget <laughs> that. So maybe she doesn't want anything that. from me. All right, well, there you go, Jenna. Don't follow through. Get the Christmas present. Let's get out another letter. You get this one, Jono. <laughs> I love how long this intro is. Have you? It's a deep bag, oh, mate. I love it's it. a deep bag. Have you just discovered sound effects? <laughs> mate, that is not a sound effect. That's that's <laughs> how, how, how how deep into this mailbag we're getting. Aroha writes, Dear John Ben and Sharon, my boyfriend didn't say happy birthday yesterday. I thought it was a surprise coming. He didn't give me a surprise. He totally forgot my birthday. He remembered last year. Does this mean 
that he doesn't love me anymore. Ooh, oh, I would that say that is a big letter. Yeah, that's a big letter. I would. I don't know. That's too big for me to answer. Well, I feel like guys. I don't know. Would they or would they remember? Surely you'd remember with Facebook now. He would have logged into his Facebook page. Guys forget many things. I mean, yeah. I forgot to pick up my narcotics from the PO box today. I know, yeah, but it's I got them. Yeah. I got Thank them. you for doing that. Yeah. I'm having a great time. Um, but, well, I don't oh. know. It's uh, you'd have to be a little bit disinterested to not remember your birthday. But I'm going to say you know, he doesn't love her anymore. Maybe he's been busy. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he doesn't have Facebook. Maybe he's been busy. Okay, that is a good that is a good point. You, know, you might maybe. not have Facebook. All right, well, let's throw it out to the listener pals. 0800 The Edge, assist us in the mailbag this afternoon and answer Aroha's question. Do you think your boyfriend is not interested in her anymore because he forgot her birthday? Now, the important point of her letter has, is that she, he did remember last year. So what do you think? 0800 The Edge or text to 3343 right now. He don't love that sugar no more. He don't want to be dipping a spoon in that bowl of sugar no more. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Annabella's on 0800 The Edge right now. What do you think? <laughs> Has Aroha's boyfriend lost interest or do you think that maybe it's just a slip up? Um, I think it depends how he reacted when he realised. Well, I don't think she's told him that he forgot the birthday yet. Oh, he doesn't, because if it was like, oh, that's right, I definitely have got you something. It's a surprise party this weekend, I'm just, uh, just going to go yeah. plan. What do you think it means if he genuinely did forget the birthday? I, I reckon he still loves her, I reckon he just forgot. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I reckon he hates her. Well, He's moved usually, on to another lady. Usually girls go on about their birthday coming up. Do you do, you do that with your partner to make sure they don't forget Annabella? No, I, I mean, I, obviously I'm excited beforehand, but I don't go on about it. But I think it's pretty easy to forget someone's birthday, especially if you're busy. This is why girls are doing those Facebook updates being like, birthday month, birthday week, so their partner doesn't forget It's because guys are so stupid. <laughs> Shana, <laughs> what do you think? They even hire a plane when they walk outside with one of those banners behind it. Oh, it's Sharon's birthday today. Oh. Oh. I put a lot into it, to be perfectly honest. You what, sorry? I wouldn't read a whole lot into it. I think he probably still loves her. Oh, yeah? And what, have you got experience in this? Have you, Shana? Um, I've been, my husband and I have been together for about 10 years, and he still quite regularly forgets my birthday unless I remind him. Oh, oh yeah, but it's hard to remember your mistress's birthday and your wife's <laughs> birthday. A lot of admin. Yeah. A lot of admin. Yeah. To make defence of that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. so sure he's got time for that, but... <laughs> <laughs> He's not got no time for that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Good on Shana. You, mate. Thank you. So you're just lucky, Jono. You can't ever forget because your wife's birthday's Boxing, Boxing Day. Day. Oh. Yours Christmas Eve. Yes. See, it's an easy one to remember. I wouldn't know, Ben's. I know it's somewhere in the year. <laughs> yeah. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. The Melbourne Cup is happening, or just happened in Australia. A cross counter was the name of the horse that just won. But, of course, Melbourne Cup. Uh, it's Producer Dan just won the sweepstakes. Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. 80 bucks. <laughs> you can delete your friends, yeah. delete your family. I don't need you anymore. I'm leaving. Oh, we need you till seven. If no, you can say that till seven, push the buttons. Do you uh, know what? This is the first year I haven't been in the office sweepstake. Why? Because I usually really get into like Melbourne Cup and stuff like that. But I was on Instagram today and I saw so many people um, posting about how bad... And I had absolutely no idea how bad like horse races like them, well, horse racing in general, like the Melbourne Cup, but I guess that's the one with the biggest profile right now. So people have used it to launch this uh, campaign called F the Cup. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's always, you know, people are always... Always on a crusade, aren't they? People are like, oh, people die every day, blah, blah, blah. The flower growers. But... The dream catchers. (laughs) I don't want to be a killjoy, and I'm not saying at all you don't have... You can support the Melbourne Cup if that's your jam. But I'm just saying let's be educated about it because... I had no idea about this sort of thing. So, for example, the Melbourne Cup last year, you have the results of the first, second, third, right? 
these are the results that you don't see on the TV. So Melbourne Cup in 2017, there were three lame horses after the race, which means that they uh, have lost the ability to walk or to move or something like that because right. of severe pain. There were two horses, and you can see photos of them, which are gut-wrenching, of horses that have been pulled so hard by the bit in their mouth that their nose nostrils are bleeding. Oh, jeez. There were three horses that were bleeding in the lungs, and there was... Because when they get whipped, it makes... Um, what's that internal bleeding on their lungs and stuff like that so there was three horses that were bleeding in the lungs and six horses were over whipped what I don't understand though is um, from an animal point of view my dog I love him yeah he broke his leg he got healed he was in a cast and he, why come a horse when that happens they uh, they say it's humane to put the horse down I well, don't understand that, you, that so I thought the same thing and I just kept reading it because I was like surely this can't be true and there's like all these facts all over these different news websites and stuff Yeah. and uh, a lot of the time if a horse has lost or it hasn't placed in the race they'll be like oh like it's too much money to do the rehab like they could do the rehab imagine if they did a radio it's, survey it's won them I know they've, <laughs> it's us. won them no <laughs> money it's won them no money and they're like the rehab's going to be a hundred grand so but you're focusing that. on the negatives here Sharon well no these, you know, these are people things have, <laughs> lots of people have won lots of money and had a fun time out with a fascinator on their like head that's like, like Dan like like let's focus on the positives yeah well, I they, hope these they, things aren't still going on but you no, sound so do you know in Australia like you imagine they'd be regulated wouldn't you well, you would you would hope so, yeah, but well, like in Australia, there is one track death every less than three days. So every three days, just before three days, a, ho- a racehorse will die of broken legs, a broken neck, a heart attack, a massive bleed, or something else. But think about the money one. <laughs> That's what we want to concentrate. It's crazy. On. No, I'm just saying. You can totally, you can, if, if you want to support that, that's your jam. Go nuts. But I'm just saying be educated about it because I had no idea. But when you say if you want to support that, go ahead, that's your jam. You're saying it in a tone of like, <laughs> you know, when you're in trouble with your partner and they're like, if you want to go out, no, you go because out. My, on you. my husband is. You got work tomorrow. My husband doesn't believe in SeaWorld, for example. He's like so off SeaWorld. He's mm. like, Tyson and our son is never going to SeaWorld, blah, blah, blah. But he'll have a traffic to bet on the Melbourne Cup today. It's like, pick and choose what animals you like, dude. But I had no idea about this. So thank you to everybody on Instagram that's been posting about that today because I officially am educated. I say we let the horses roam free. Let them wander the streets. Let the, I want a horse for a boss. A horse can walk into a bar if they want, and we don't exactly. have to say why the long face. I want to marry a horse. That's what I want to do. I want a half horse, half half baby, baby. Okay, they, okay. they existed back in Roman times or something, didn't they? Centaur. I want a centaur for a child. Okay, 0800 The Edge. What we want to do is, uh, that's very, inf- I take the mickey, but that's very informative, Sharon, so thank you. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just reading what has been put online today, but everyone make up your own decisions. Another great thing about the Melbourne Cup is uh, people Getting dressed up, beginning of the day, look like a million dollars. Yes. Or in Dan's case, $80. Okay? <laughs> By the end of it, after 12 hours of drinking and betting and watching horses be shot out the back, they walk out of there looking like a shambles. <laughs> so, Dan, what, what's this topic you wanted to start up, Producer Dan? 80 bucks, baby! <laughs> no. No, no. Oh, sorry, I was, I'm still, I'm still <laughs> dwelling on my willing winnings. <laughs> no, it's how did the night start? In a posh fashion. In a posh fashion. Yeah. And how did it end? In a horrific fashion. So it could be if you're going to a wedding, could yes. you be going to a, like a formal function, a school, what, but whatever. How are you, how you dress, flash, and you ended up cradling a toilet bowl and uh, spewing into that. We'd I'm love talking to like that. going to a ball, ending up at, at like a, a horror, you, you know. You like, married a horse. And you a married, married a horse. horse. Yeah. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Lisa's on 0800 The Edge. Tell us your story, babes. I'd met this guy about a, a, a month beforehand and he decided that he'd take me to the races. It wasn't a Melbourne Cup but it was races somewhere else. 
and there was a like two story building where there was restaurant and stuff. Um, we went upstairs to the restaurant, and when we finished our dinner, we come down the stairs, and I slipped, and my heel came off one shoe and landed on some random guy's head. Oh, so Hold on. Oh my you God. flipped down a set of stairs. Your shoe came off, landed on a guy's head. And where did you... Did you end up on your feet? No, I was on my butt on the stairs. That's Holy like ben, moly. Remember Ben went to the Warriors and he fell down every set of stairs <laughs> in the grandstand? Twice. The, the twi- in a row. Like, there was two massive flights of stairs. I got up. I thought I recovered. And my wife's like, just keep walking because she knew I was embarrassed in front of the stadium. And then I fell down the next flight of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I couldn't have scripted it more comical. No, text at 3343. I started the day out as a bridesmaid at a friend's wedding. Ended up in a menage a trois with a stripper and his mate at the end of the night. Wow. Wowzers, that escalated. Mum, stop texting the show. <laughs> Nina, what happened to you? Uh, so my partner and I were thinking of starting for some kids, so we thought we'd go out with a bang and have a massive night out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, last time for a while, so we were buying wine by the bottle at the pub. Decided to taxi home to our house, cost us about 120 bucks. Damn. And I lovingly jumped into my partner's arms and we fell over and he crushed my foot and broke it in four places. Oh, damn. Do you still try for the baby, though? Because we kept trying when Bryce had uh, was it his arm was in a sling. It makes it a little bit easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. Now we've got a six-month-old. <laughs> now. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> I was going to do some pun about a leg to stand on. Didn't have a leg to stand on. There was something there. You guys pieced it together glad, at home. Glad we right. po- I can't do all the heavy lifting <laughs> from uh, your mouth. It takes a 3343 three, at my wedding day slash night. I got so drunk that I combed out and my friends had to put me into bed at the end of the day. That's really good. I um, went to a bottomless brunch and my boyfriend ended up getting punched in the face by the waiter. Cheapers. Rick, oh no, 800 the edge. Uh, Rick, your night started out where and where did it end up? Started out in Japan, it was my birthday, and uh, I was going around with my girlfriend at the time, and uh, we walked in, and I saw this big, massive um, building that said horse meat, and I was like, ah, okay, maybe they just got lost in in translation here, but we uh, decided to go in, and like, I was looking and thinking, maybe this is just a steak, maybe this is just steak, and no, pretty, then the the pictures came up, and it was the horse, and the horse came out, but I tell you what, it was the most amazing thing I've ever tried. Okay. Like, it was amazing. That's like telling someone you ate a dolphin and it was the best fish you'd ever tasted. Yeah. Because, yeah, well, like, in your head, you're thinking, man, this is what people ride and this is a, a family friend type thing. And then, because I was brought up on a farm and th- these sort of things you just don't do. And then, yeah, I tell you what, like, uh, then you just start eating it and you're like, okay, I'll give it a go. And then you just keep going. It's like shit. And it looks, wow. He's, he's like, this is an infomercial for how good horse tastes, mate. You know, Someone's serving d- up their sheepdog next time. You'll be all over it, Rick. They're probably, um, they're probably doing the same phone topic on a radio station in India. They're like, mate, I went to New Zealand. I ate a cow. That's <laughs> very cow. true, That's true. It's funny how it is can be like double standards with the meat. You can, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. I want to try dolphin now. You bought that up, Sharon. <laughs> it's a topic for another day. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge.